What up, drinkers? It's another episode of Music and Brews with Brian and Johnny. Uh, that's right. This is an interview. I told you it was coming. Uh, so we had a lot. We have had a lot of scheduling stuff going on. So uh, if you didn't notice, there was a delay. Uh, we have another interview set up that was rescheduled, and and so it's kind of been an interesting time for Music and Brews. So we're doing a lot of just me and Johnny, but we did have a little bit of a delay. We do apologize, but. This is an interview just for you. This one is with Alana McCready. Yeah, this one was super fun. Alana is a blast. And we you'll, you'll see in the episode, we like, we're like, let's hang out. You're awesome. She, you know, you're, you just listen. You're just, I'm, okay, I'll tease it. She gets up. She doesn't have a shot. And we're like, oh, you start with shots? We're like, yeah. She's like, hold on. She runs and goes, gets a shot just to take a shot with us. That's right. That's that's our kind of person. That's who me and Johnny make friends with. <laughs> so needless to say, we had a blast in this one. This was a fun uh, conversation with her. We had a lot of revelations, uh, a lot of really cool uh, concepts were brought up, and, and me and Johnny's minds were blowing. Alana had so much cool uh, input and ideas and, and perspective. So th- th- it, was a, it was a great episode. Um, it was over Zoom. And uh, next, our next interview is going to be in person. That's right. So um, listen to this one and love it and enjoy it. And keep listening. If you're not already following or liked or whatever you call it on the Instagram, uh, please do because we have an in-person interview coming up. Uh, possibly, I think we'll release it next week. I think. So... Um, it's scheduled for Monday, so be ready. Uh, but thank you guys for always being there for us, even if it's virtually and not even directly, but you know, it still counts, but please say stuff to us on the social media. We want to hear from you. We say it every week, uh, but, but we really love you guys and we want to talk. We want to hear your guys' ideas and inputs and, um, Tell us who you think's more right most of the time. Me, of course, over Johnny. Uh, but we want to interact with all of our fans. So thank you so much for always being uh, our drinkers. So how about you guys go grab your beers, crack them open, and unless you're at work or driving, don't do that. And let's enjoy this interview with Alana McCready. All right, let's do it. Hey, you're in. We got her. All right, give me one second, Alana. I need to grab my beer. <laughs> it's very important. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so doing good. This is not for you. Every time I get on a Zoom or anything, my dog all of a sudden will appear out of nowhere of and course. think it's like her time to shine. They're like, you're not paying attention to me. I know. Come here, boss. Oh, look at the puppy. Oh, the pupper. <laughs> Hold on, I can't hear anything you're saying. She thinks oh. Zooms are her time to shine. What? See, this is what I have in here. She thinks Zooms are her time to shine. <laughs> to be fair, I feel There's like they I uh, give us one second. Sorry, we were going through a a computer crisis just two minutes before we were on. So we have three laptops. We're handling it very well. Three oh, laptops and none of them were working. <laughs> oh, good. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the classic. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so I guess one second. I know. Right. I'm, Yay, I was check, check. watching, I was watching the Packer game. Packer game up until the very last second. I had to come on here with you guys. Oh, shit. We, we, we should leave it on. We should have it on because we literally were talking about being like, who's playing tonight? Packers in uh, Detroit. And I was like, ah, shit. Because I'm from Michigan. Um, I'm a Packer fan. Packers. There you go. My f- oh, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> okay. Well, last week was an anomaly. <laughs> oh, you're talking to a Titans fan. Remember what last week was. Oh, well, this week went well for you. It did. It yeah, was that nice. was good. Awesome. I think we're ready. Are we ready? Let's do it. So I'm this, ready. So this my is my last name. Uh, there we go. This what? is Music and Brews. You're from Wisconsin, Minnesota, that area. So we like to drink. Spotted I'm, cow? I'm sure. What's that? Did you get spotted cow? Oh, that would have been perfect. Spotted cow? I don't know what that is. The drink. The, the Wisconsin uh, beer. The beer? I do not know that beer. Oh, you don't know spotted cow? I don't know spotted cow. Oh, that's fun. Oh, it's so good. I don't know if I've ever actually had one. I know what it is, though. It's yeah, good. I have not had one, so I don't know what that is, actually. Uh, but we like to start off with the cheers on Music and Brews. So do you have anything uh, with you to cheers? If not, it's okay. Oh, there you go. Got okay. something. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Cheers. 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 Thank you, oh, my Monica. gosh. I wish I had a shot. Well, why are you? What? Again, Music and Brews, what do you think you're going to be doing? This is how we start. <laughs> do you want to run and grab something really quick? Oh, I mean, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, that made me happy. <laughs> Johnny, we bring the party out in people. That's what I think. Oh, we always do. Oh, fine. I'm looking. Okay, I'm sweating now. Made it. I'm sweating. That's because that's because you ran. You ran to get it. That's right. I did. No the vodka in my Packers shot glass. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> What do we have, Johnny? Uh, we are drinking. Oh God, because Johnny hates me. <laughs> so, okay, uh, something very well known on the podcast, but for for you, Alana, to to learn a little about us, me and Brian lived together for a long time, and uh, we we prided ourselves on drinking the worst alcohol we could absolutely find. It's true. To the point <laughs> where our local liquor store used to buy like order things and give it to us just because they were like, "This sounds terrible," and you're the only people I think would try it. Yeah. I think just to punish us. So I got Schwartzhog. Schwartzhog. Schwartzhog, which is a, a Jaeger knockoff. Oh, my God. And that's what we're doing. We're doing Schwartzhog Crowder liqueur. I'm sorry. I, I can't even say it like a German. Can't even pronounce it. How are you going to drink it? Kraut. Very easily. I put it in my mouth and I swallow. Schwartzhog Crowder. Okay, well. All right. Okay, well, I'm drinking Cheetos. There we go. That's much easier to say. So, cheers. All right. Well, cheers. Cheers. Oh, and never mind. That's Jaeger? a pretty bad aftertaste. Wasn't great. Jaeger is <laughs> disgusting to start with. <laughs> oh, Jaeger's my, one of my favorite. Oh, that's things terrible. I have nightmares about Jaeger bombs. Like I literally have nightmares. Oh, Jaeger is without a doubt probably one of my favorite things to drink. I'll throw that on ice and just sip on that sucker all night. Oh uh. my god. <laughs>
Listen, I can't say anything because my favorite shot is Rumplements, and my friends think I'm. Oh, actual you are the worst. So, oh, I think that's good. I like Rumplements. Is the worst. No, that's awesome. Oh, you guys are terrible. Anyway, let like me do. It. Let me do the intro. All right, my intro. friends think I'm an actual psychopath because I enjoy Rumplements. So. Uh, <laughs> All right, Johnny, hit us with your intro. The intro, okay. Wicka, 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 no. what? <laughs> oh, God, is this what we're starting? This is how we're starting. Oh, jeez. Hey, do you want me to do it? Point, point, point. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. everybody, to Music and Bros. <laughs> my name is Johnny Barikin, and as always, I have my co-host, Brian Michael. Oh, what up, Johnny? Oh, you know. <laughs> Just, <laughs> life sucks. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad you asked. And I right. hate everything. You know oh, what? God. I have so much Johnny, things to not, load this is on. Not, yeah. <laughs> to just get off my chest because I'm so <laughs> just sad. Very, very normally, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is that our guest I hear barking? Oh, oh, yep. Our, our guest. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. That's, that's, uh, that's Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that Alana that I hear? Yep. Oh, no, never mind. No. Oh, <laughs> and well, as she has already spoken, our guest, Alana McCready. How you doing? Hi. I'm still recovering from our intro. Our intro. Oh, yeah, the intro was wild. We've been recording everything, by the way. So they hear oh, all the terrible things you've been saying all night. Great. <laughs> yes. Cool. Including that you're a Green Bay fan. Oh. It's probably the worst. I'm just I'm sorry. Kidding. Just she like turns off. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, like, I'm oh. out. Sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> sorry. Wait. You're. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was like seriously gonna... confused for a second. I was like, uh-oh. Oh, no. well, she's just gonna grab a bag and just start going. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I... <laughs> cool. Well, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing good. Oh, doing awesome. We haven't done an interview in, in a while. Yeah, though. like we're so just like. Oh, we have a person here yeah, with we us. We gotta ask questions and stuff. We have to like. I mean, you guys. I mean, I've probably done enough for the for the three of us, and so. Yeah. Fair. I mean, to be fair, we've also we've done a lot of interviews. Yeah. But we are really also do. the worst and best interviewers because we just don't care about anything. But also. <laughs> And we just drink too much. I, anyway, something something to be said for giving zero fucks. Oh yeah, you can say that. I know. I'm not sure if you don't want to, but we can. <laughs> oh okay. I just wasn't sure, so I figured I'd bleep myself just in case. Oh no no, no. we are fully a swearing <laughs> podcast because we were like, there's no way that we could actually. Sorry. <laughs> Squirting me over there, Johnny. Oh, the jokes just write themselves. I'm oh, jeez. <laughs> oh my God, you should do our foley for the podcast. The fo- She's just... doing all the sound effects for. Oh, us. yep, yeah, just, just. We're gonna just have you on for a minute, just going. <laughs> yeah, just let me know. Listen, give me with a DJ. I do the. That was good. Yeah, that's a good one. Give it. Give us a unique sound for us to use. Like, yeah, it's like you know, like a lot of people can't do the. You know? <laughs> is that the Cardi B thing? Oh, no. God. Yes. Why does she do that? I don't know, but so she does weird. it all the time, and everybody loves it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mind it. It's just 
You love like, Cardi B, though. I love Cardi B. <laughs> I love her, too. Yeah. Everyone, there's nobody in this world that actually dislikes her. Everybody's like, oh, she's the worst. But then you, like, hear her talk and you're but like. But then you're like, you know, like, everyone's like, oh, she's not. And it's like, from the top, make, you know, you just, you just, you just oh. keep, you just sing her no matter what. Every workout class that I do has at least three <laughs> Cardi B songs. And every time they come on, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to make my booty shake. I'm excited. That's Johnny. One of my favorite lines in any song is park that Big Mac truck right in this little garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good but line. Again, I was just in a wedding. I was in a wedding a couple weeks ago and I was a bridesmaid and the bride like sent us the song list that she sent to the dj and like the what for sure to play what for sure not to play you know stuff like that and in one of like the comment boxes it says at least one of my bridesmaids will request wop do not play it <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's probably the most requested do not play song at a wedding oh i'm yeah, sorry <laughs> Do it. She was like, at least one of my bridesmaids will request it. Right. There is a censored version of it. I know that for a fact. And I, I cannot remember the point? What, how they censor there's it. There's probably a kids bop version. Oh, God. Dude, there's <laughs> a kids bop right. version of everything. And it's terrifying every time. Awful. Oh, my God. Terrible. All right. Let's bring it back. Bring it back. We're killing this. <laughs> I'm, I'll spend the whole time. A lot of McCready, I don't care. A lot of McCready, you're going to. We are doing a topic now about <laughs> Cardi, Cardi B. B. <laughs> and wedding songs. And wedding songs, yes. And yeah. There is a last thing before we move on. There is a, and I mentioned this before, there is a uh, rapping, there, there's a rap competition. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's in Netflix or Hulu. It's one of the major major streaming services. And Cardi B is one of the hosts. Watch Amazing. It. Just watch it. She is? Oh, she is wild. She, You can't understand half of what she's saying, but immediately when the she best. stops talking, you're like, yes, I agree. I don't know what she said, but Whatever I agree. Whatever she said. Yeah. Do you think she's serious? Do you think it's a character? Or do you think she's no. like, for no, real? No, I don't. I, I truly, I think that's why people like her is because she yeah. is genuinely just insane and awesome. <laughs> In the best huh. way possible. Absolutely. That's fun. That's fun. Well, now, okay, fun. Brian brought it down. I guess we got to move forward. Uh, well, no, let's actually move on. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more. want to hear about you and really get to know, uh, get to talk and know you. Um, but first, but first, it's music and bruise. You. Music and bruise. Fuck the first you. thing we do. Yeah, go fuck. No, I'm kidding. God damn, Johnny. <laughs> first thing you do? Uh, the first thing you do is talk about what we're drinking. Um... So what are we all drinking? Well, Tito's. We, Tito's. Tito's. Classic. We, we, we talked about the Schwarzenhog. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Schwarzenhog. I feel like it's probably Schwarzenhog. Maybe. Probably. The pronunciation. It's like S C H W A R T Z. So there is warts in our in our drink, which is such oh. a terrible thing. But it's like a warthog because it's a picture it's of a, a warthog. Yeah, warts but warts hog with a Z. Oh, excuse me. What I the? Hate? You think that's that? pronounced like or like? I mean, I would assume. I just despise. She, she's, from, she's from Minnesota. She probably knows more than you. I'm from I'm from Michigan. You're from Mexico, you liar. Fine. <laughs> I grew up there. I'm from Michigan. Um, I'm, Johnny, about a, I'm about as Scandinavian as you can get. Yeah. So. <laughs> my my last name's Swoboda. Oh, so Swoboda, where the. Uh, my whole family, yeah. I already said that. We're all from Wisconsin. 
Uh, yeah, except Johnny. you grew up in California. Don't do that to me. That's true. I go in California. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it! I did the same thing. Yeah, you exactly. Did. <laughs> That's what I said. Don't be doing We're that. Trying to relate. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm drinking a Wicked Weed. Oh, that's a good one. A pernicious IPA. The pernicious. Oh, from Asheville. Ugh, IPA. You can't do it, huh? Uh Oh. Oh. Quick. We're losing you. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead and freeze. Go ahead and freeze. Go ahead and freeze out. <laughs> and then Johnny's drinking the the America of beers. The America of beers, only because one, it was cheap and available. And Are you drinking Natty Light? Bud Light, baby. Oh, Bud Light, okay. No, I would I would normally go Coors. Coors is my normal go to cheap beer, but Bud is what was available. Um, oh. Yeah. So I did that. Your girlfriend drinks drinks. Wife, Johnny. Oh, oh my God! You were there. You do you remember? Ma- yes, I was your best man, and I. <laughs> it's weird. I. I'm sorry. We we were again lived together for four years. It's weird to call her your wife now. Yeah, Johnny lived <laughs> with me and her. So, yeah, Johnny, you were there the whole time. I was there every oh, minute. Um, I heard everything. Anyway, I feel like that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, it's a whole other podcast. Oh God, <laughs> life uh, with Brian and Kayla. So, anyways, like we previewed, you are originally from Minnesota. You betcha. Yeah. You betcha. You know. And uh, oh, so, so yeah. tell us about that. So, what was it like growing up in Minnesota? How'd you get into music? What What's that whole story? Yeah. So, when you're from Minnesota or the Midwest in general, um, you basically get hockey skates when you can walk nice. so <laughs> i started skating when i was you know three or four um but also my mom is from oklahoma and so she like obviously grew up and lived on country music and so i had like these two things in my life like from my dad and the hockey and my mom you know the country music and so i like grew up like in tandem with all of that and obviously love both and so um I just always tried to incorporate both my whole life unless I was forced not to. <laughs> so, right. you know, in right. like middle school and high school, I was the only person who was like played a sport and was in choir. So they like doing the choir schedules and stuff. They're like, we've never had to consult the sports schedule to book choir concerts huh. and stuff like that. And I used to um, sing the national anthem in my equipment and then go play. Oh, the that's game. awesome. Which was everyone on the away team always thought that was so strange. Did you wild. play with guys? That is wild. Um, yeah, so when I was growing up there was not girls teams for all ages. Yeah. So I played with the boys all the way until high school. Oh, oh wow. Crazy. That's cool. Yeah. What, what was that like? Um we'll, we'll get to the music. But I'm interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that like? playing with the guys like so i recently actually just saw i guess that there was the very first high school football girl scored a touchdown recently in new york's history or something like that great did you see that video i have not they showed that during one of the games but anyways um so like to me uh, and like my the old school guy thing and like oh a girl beat you kind of thing was there that kind of mentality like playing against the guys there yeah, for sure. I mean, I used to, I remember when we were playing, there were certain teams we'd play against where the guys would be like extra brutal and try to like hit, because I was a goalie. So they try to like hit me harder. Oh, or like really? Harder. No. Yeah, stuff like that. And so I remember there were certain like times where I would put my ponytail like up in my helmet and not wear like any makeup or anything 
so it wasn't so obvious maybe that I was a girl unless you like got really close to me. Yeah. Uh, because I was like, maybe I just pretend like. Well, <laughs> you you're know, also wearing won't... a bunch of pads too, and you're just kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so, but I do think that playing with the boys all the way up helped me get better faster. And then yeah. when I trend like went over and started playing girls on the girls team in high school, I feel like I was already ready. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, you were probably, I mean, not 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 in, in a dismissive way, but you are like you are getting hit probably by by people that are a little bigger than you. You are playing against the against uh, people that are that are against boys like that. So you come into oh, yeah. the girls league. I, I'm pretty sure you're a little more. I guess oh, no, like, I was, like hardened too... to it and ready for it. Oh yeah, and I was like too quick. Like mm. with the guys, you know, I'm anticipating where the pass is gonna go. I'm like, you know, it, it's so fast moving. Yeah. And obviously, you know, girls are just as good, obviously. Oh, but yeah, at that age, there was it's slower. And yeah. so I got to the girls and I'd see I'd be like, Oh, that's like anticipating like I usually would, and I'd be like there too soon, and then I'd be like, Oh, shit like I get, you know like get back, <laughs> get back. and i remember wow. my dad was like take it easy yeah it's toned down a little wow. yeah. she's coming in hot <laughs> yeah I'm like i'm like i'm ready wait i'm too ready wait what <laughs> so how long did you so how long did you play hockey and then uh and then transition more over to the music yeah so all the way through middle school and high school i was doing you know I didn't have really a social life until college. I was, I did goalie specific training in the morning before school, went to school, wow. went to team practice after school. Then I had acapella choir rehearsal and then homework and bed and do it all over again. Yeah. <laughs> so oh I gosh, refused yeah. to pick one or the other. And it wasn't until college that I kind of had to put music on the back burner because um, I played hockey at Wisconsin in college. And so playing a D1 sport wow. is like having a full-time job yeah. and going to school. And so I sort of had to put music on the back burner, but I didn't realize it at the time, but I was still like journaling and just like, you know, just like keeping my thought, writing my thoughts down and all that kind of stuff. And after I graduated and finally decided that you know, this is the time and I want to, I want to do music full time. It's what I've always wanted to do like all that journaling and stuff through college and relationships I had in college. And just after ended up being like my whole first album. So oh, wow. I like, didn't know it at the time, but I was, you know, songwriting technically. Yeah. And so that's kind of cool to look back on and realize that like, even though I wasn't doing it every day, it wasn't singing every day and stuff like that. I was still doing it in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I wish I could have been doing it, but you know, the NCAA, you're, you can't promote yourself in any other way other than that's true. what yeah, yeah. you're doing for them. So. Wait, is that real? Is there? Yeah. I didn't know that. A lot of strict rules. Damn. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So if like you're, if you're a member of the NCAA, like playing a sport, you can't promote yourself in any other avenue while you're doing that wow i actually wow. did not know that and i'd be willing to bet a bunch of people listening did not know that either yeah, yeah um yeah no so i couldn't do any of like the singing shows or like any like wow. any of that stuff is there um they would technically be using you know the ncaa to 
push my career yeah and like yeah make money when you're not allowed to make money it makes sense but yeah. that is wild to me yeah interesting is there a professional women's hockey excuse me for not knowing this oh yeah yeah there, there is. is i have a lot of teammates that play on it actually really? <laughs> oh really yeah so was that yeah i think in i think in the last olympics i had like between the canadian olympic team and the u.s olympic team i think i had like like eight teammates no eight teammates. way that is awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Was that yeah, initially good. like the goal? <laughs> no pun um, intended. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. Just because. I mean, I played as high as you can possibly play. I mean, I won two national championships in college. And wow, yeah, that's amazing. Like, you know, that's like I'm the luckiest person on earth that that was my college experience and being able to play my sport at the highest level that there is for that for girls yeah that's wild at the time and so you know i felt like when i graduated it was time to start you know like real real life yeah <laughs> yeah it so, might sound weird to say real life but when when you're in that you know when your college experience is you know a sport like that it's just different it's not like I don't know. You, it's just different. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. feel real. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people don't realize what goes into being oh, an yeah. athlete. That's people insane. are like, yeah, these guys are just big and strong. And like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, no we, so much we goes We lift at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. And then <laughs> work, work, work. Uh, I have, so, so I'd love to continue this. I have a, a very specific question for this then. Um, Johnny, uh, specifically, what is the specific question that you have? Fuck off. Uh, so, okay, and I'll be, I'm going to be very perfectly, uh, perfectly frank. Perfectly frank. Perfectly frank. Uh, so, so you, you are, you said something that resonated, which is just the fact that you're like, all right, at a certain point, like you won two championships. You also like, all right, I got to grow up. I got to go into the real world. You, you know, yada, yada, yada. That is something that is normally said about people that are in music by other people being like hey yeah. you're doing music you gotta get to the real world you're doing the thing yeah, yeah. so how does it feel coming from from your your athletics and coming into music and deciding this is what you want to do yeah and coming into an industry that's already just filled with people saying grow up yeah. what are you gonna do now what's your real job you know uh i'm curious okay. as to what that transition was like and as you transition into doing music from athletics yeah so it's funny because I didn't even think of it that way when I started doing music full-time. I just, like, I felt, I feel like there's a, there's a stigma that you can only have one path yep. in life or, like, one little, you know, journey or whatever you're going to do. And I am so lucky that, it's this, my life is my journey, but it's had two different paths. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like when I started doing music full time, I sort of, it was just like this break off into not a new life, but like this next chapter of my life. Yeah. So for me, it just felt natural and normal. And I didn't feel like I was giving anything up or that I was, you know, coming into something, was it terrifying? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but like, you know, I didn't feel like I was coming into something that was going to be 
it's it's hard because coming from one male dominated path to another another one yeah know, absolutely. male dominated path yeah. I, I feel like i already was kind of hardened to that kind of genre like mindset and my mom was like i mean you made it to the highest level in hockey in a male dominated career like why can't you do it again yeah. so i was like you know what you're right <laughs> but right. i mean it's terrifying I, I switched in 2013 um i was doing i was living in new york i was doing pr for a sports management company which is what i went to school for and um i got an opportunity to come to nashville record professionally for the first time and i talked to the producer after and i was like listen be honest with me you know this is what i think i should be doing do you think i could do this as a career you know you have no reason to lie to me you know do you think i can do this and he was like yeah if you you know really want it and put the work in i think you can do it and i was like say less so <laughs> i quit my job and moved and i've been doing it full time since 2013 and i don't know i just love it it feels right i don't feel like i just don't feel like there's anything else i should be doing or could be doing absolutely you know this brings up an interesting point there's a lot that'll I feel like a lot of things to say about this, but um, one thing that that they always say about like um, like NFL players or like any really any sport um, athlete is that um, it's like it's such a young person's job, and then like it ends really early, and you have so much yeah. life ahead of you. So it's like uh, a lot of these guys they have a lot of trouble transitioning. So it's it's cool to hear that you're like. All right, that chapter's done. It's on to the next one, which is so cool because I, I think for a lot of people they don't have that opportunity. So I, oh, for sure, yeah. I'm so lucky that I have you know two extreme passions in in my life, and I think it helped a lot too that my family and friends. I mean, I don't think there's a more supportive group of people than people in my life, and so with anything I've ever wanted to do my family has always been like, okay, well, what can we do to help you help you get there? Like, let's, you know, for hockey is like, let's find the best coaches. Let's find the best trainers. Let's do this. Okay. Yeah. And then for me, it's like, okay, where do you think you need to be? What do you think, you know, what can we help with? And I feel like that gave me a lot of confidence too, knowing that I have that sort of backbone to push me forward because this industry is such a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, so I'd love to, to ask you then, so now coming into, so so you, you, you went through, we were talking about, about hockey, and then you, you started moving, you moved here. Now, uh, you've been doing it since 2013, you said, so you've been rock and rolling. A lot of your music, which is awesome, by the way, I mean, your voice Thank is you. incredible. I have a, a I have a very judgmental girlfriend, and she was like, oh, she's got a good-ass voice. I was like, yep, I knew it. <laughs> and, uh, Perfect. Seal of uh, approval. Seal of approval from from a person you never <laughs> met. But um, what I, uh, so what I'd like to ask, so so you you spoke about doing uh, journaling and and how that kind of led to a lot of your songs. So tell me a little bit about your not songwriting process necessarily, but like uh, with your albums and and all your singles. Like what is the catalyst? Is it like everything that you experience? Is it things that you wrote about? Things that you 
think about and write personally? Well, is it? Like, I'd like to know forward? a little bit about the process because I know oh, I want to go to the process a little bit because okay, fine. Because the journaling thing is interesting because I've done that where I've like written out like like journaly kind of things and then I've come back and put music to it and it like yeah. turned into a song. Is that kind of like what you did with that? Yeah, with that in particular, that first album for sure because. I didn't know, I had never written a song before, before that, like a full song of my own. And yeah. um, so I'll kind of do like two part, two part question, I guess. So my, all of my music is stuff that either I've been through or someone in my family's been through or my friends have been through. I'm, I don't know how it happened, but over time I somehow ended up being like my friend's like therapist. I, I don't know. <laughs> they ever everyone calls me and tells me all of the things and i'm like uh-huh yeah okay thank you for the material uh, yeah i will that. now do it thank you yeah and then you know relationships that i've been in like i sit back and i now obviously it sucked in the t at the time but now i'm so grateful that those relationships ended the way they did or the things that happened to me happened the way they did because I wouldn't be where I am now if they didn't. Yeah, and I right. wouldn't have the experiences to write about because when I'm writing, you know, I'm like, okay, if I went through this or my friends went through this, we're definitely not the only ones. So this is something that definitely more people have been through and, you know, it heals me to write about it. That's like my outlet. And so then, you know, as a songwriter, the only hope is that someone else it heals someone else to hear it. And so right. that's kind of where like inspiration comes from. Um, and then as far as the songwriting process, I don't play an instrument well enough to accompany myself. And so <laughs> I usually am lyrics and melodies that I come up with in my head um, uh, alone and then I get with someone who plays and kind of we go from there and finish the process yeah we, we've worked with a lot of people like that and that's a very normal thing can I tell you Johnny real yeah. quick yeah. something that she met at Victoria yeah thank yeah, you yeah, that's yeah, what I was okay. thinking okay she reminds me a lot yeah, of Victoria. exactly what I was okay. gonna say but yeah we actually so the reason we met was this girl named Victoria who uh, it's, it's funny that we both thought the same thing that you remind us <laughs> of her because she she did kind of the same sort of concept. She was a great singer. She'd come in and, and just like she didn't play any instrument, but we could just start playing chords. the room and she would it, she yeah. would be able to sing whatever to like anything we played. Yeah. Uh, and it, it feels like that's it, exactly yeah. what I was thinking. And actually, even in some so of your funny. productions, I'm like, it reminds me of Victoria. Yeah, it does. That's exactly thought. <laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. And mm. no, and and well, she's not doing music anymore. But yeah, like like it was just it, just such a funny thing because she is somebody we consider to be an amazing like singer, um, and just like band leader and things of that sort. So yeah, so I, like we 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 think that of you as well. Like it just seems like you have that Thank vibe. You. Um. Well, I have a question then. So in the same vein of what we're talking about, so something that comes up on the podcast literally almost every time we do an interview. and it's Max Martin? My, no. Oh, okay. He Maybe. comes up in every episode, not every every uh, interview. Uh, 
because you're here. Um, no, one of our favorite things, and I truly love to hear this for everybody. So we always have songwriters, and then we have artists, and and sometimes those mend together very well, blend together really well, and sometimes they're very separate things. Some people are songwriters; that's what they do. Some people are artists. Sometimes they're both. Um, so as you were saying, you were like taking, like obviously jokingly, but like taking notes on other people's issues and being like, you're being their therapist and like yeah. singing them in the song. Uh, do you consider yourself like? Are you? How do you feel about portraying other people's, uh, I guess, issues in a song? Are you able to connect well with that? Or do you connect better with your own uh, your, your own writing and what you've dealt with and your own, I guess, issues or, or, or experiences? Hmm. Good yeah, question, I think Thank you. I think both. I think because I'm so like my friends are, are like my family. I have so, I have like a large group of girls and we're all. We all have different career paths, but we're also supportive of each other. And it's just so great to have that like core group of women around you. And so I feel like when they go through stuff, it's like, I'm going through it too. And when they're telling me, you know, and a lot of times it's just different variations of, of the same issue, you know, like got cheated on or lied to or whatever but it'll be different scenarios and i think that's where the different kind of um concepts come from for songs is the specific scenarios rather than like that larger issue Mm -hmm. so like you know how did it happen what was the you know context of it because that's what makes it different yeah. Interesting. So, so you're more focused on the uh, the the issue that, or or the catalyst that that everybody goes through, the the problems that everybody goes through, rather than the exact uh, thing that causes it. Yeah, I, I think, and I think it depends on the situation. Like I've written a lot of very specific things <laughs> about Fair. my life, and and you know, really specific things. But that's because. I felt like that particular lyric needed that detail or some, you know, sometimes it doesn't need the detail. Sometimes it's just this broad kind of theme that, you know, would be awesome as a song. And sometimes it's a very specific detail oriented story that goes from start to finish. And so I feel like that is kind of our job as songwriters is to figure out, which ones should be which yeah you know this is a thing that i think i was just laughing because i was saying like she went so in depth about like like uh like the songwriting of people's issues whereas we are like oh sorry that happened to you man oh this is johnny (laughs) this is literally what i'm gonna talk about right now i was like oh that sucks this is why we have a weird thing no this is why i think johnny and i were like the same person sometimes i think this is why i think women are a lot better at this than men for because women are are able to connect emotionally with things empathetic yeah yeah. 100 percent. and and men are just like the drum beat <laughs> yeah this is an aggressive song we need an aggressive whatever sound well, yeah well that that's why they say like men listen to to melody women listen to lyrics 
That more. is fair. That is true. You know what I mean? Uh, generalizing it, naturally. Ge very generalized, yeah. but, but... but Very generalized, but that's that's for sure. Kind of true. Agree. Because I think women really connect emotionally to... Yeah. to that's, that. That, I smacked that microphone. Uh, yeah, don't do that. And then if you compare... <laughs> and then if you can pair the perfect of both... Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's sexy. Yes. Yeah. Which is why Max Martin... <laughs> Brought it back is such a Fuck good producer. You. I fucking hate you to that. <laughs> and also, you know what? I'm going to take it away from you. Ed Sheeran is to me one of those. No. Agreed. Thank you. Fuck you. But he doesn't write anyway. with women. Oh, you're, you're specifically only All right, so Max, women? so do you know who Max no, Martin is? I'm, I'm bringing it to... Oh, sorry, continue. Do you know? uh, no. All right. So Max Martin. You know Max Martin. You know Max Martin, even if you don't know Max Martin. Max Martin Probably. wrote everything. He wrote. Everything. He wrote. He wrote the whole Katy Perry Teenage Dream album. He wrote. Okay. 1989 Taylor Swift album. He wrote Backstreet Boys. He wrote Britney Spears. He literally wrote like every pop song ever. But that's true. But but he works so a lot. So he's just chilling on an island that he owns somewhere. Oh, you would think. Oh, you would think this dude <laughs> is he, probably he not. He probably yeah. is just he's like in, in a, a studio, small like house, that. just like chilling. But uh, he, um, <laughs> Swedish guy. He. Yeah. So my point is, he works a lot of times with women. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe this is why. So he is. He's Swedish. He doesn't. He oh, originally that just blew my mind. Yeah, you know that just blew my mind. So he doesn't know lyrics very well. He is very uh, melody-driven, though. But he tends to do best when he works with women. Because, because, and this is the mind-blowing part. This is blowing my mind! We're realizing this right now. <laughs> because shit. I think women are really good at, at lyrics and connecting and emotion. And he's just like a computer with and, like and also, notes. Yeah. And also not just... Not just writing these things, but portraying yeah, these things. Yeah, and portraying them. Portraying. Because mm -hmm. this like is what... Pink. What, like, this, he works with Pink, yeah. who can emote like like yeah. no other. And this goes back to the conversation, or the question that I asked, which I, I'd love for you to comment on, which we always say songwriters and artists are different. Songwriters usually write what they feel, and, and artists... Johnny, this is a great episode. Portray, <laughs> portray what they're reading. And artists are good, because even if they didn't write it, they're able to portray it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good episode. Anyway. That was good. I would love... Uh, yeah, sorry, we had an epiphany between you and Buzz. I'd love for you to comment on that. And just more being like... Uh, I, would, I would love to hear a little bit about your differentiating between what you write and what you are... That, that is close to you and what you have to portray more. Like, uh, is there any songs in your catalog uh, that where you have to portray the emotion rather than know exactly what it feels? Hmm. Yeah, I think, well, I always, whenever I think about stuff like that, it always brings me to, so, when, it, I was playing South by Southwest 2016. Oh, cool. Nice. 2017, I think. Yeah. Oh, nice. And um, I played, yeah, because it would have been Ricochet Heart, so maybe 2018. Um, So, my second album, Ricochet Heart, and there's, the title track Ricochet Heart is like it's very sad and <laughs> um it's I played it for the first time live at South by and this girl came up after and she was just crying just in tears oh, wow. yes and I was like 
oh my gosh, what's wrong? And she was like, I just broke up. Like, I just went through a really bad breakup. And then I just had like this epiphany literally yesterday that, you know, I can come back from it and that my heart is like going to be fine. And then you sang this song and it's, it means exactly that. And she's like, and I just lost it. And then, I, of course, then I'm crying. And then, you know, it's like, <laughs> of course, of course. And, right. Yeah. And it was just this moment that I will never forget because that to me was the moment for me where one of my songs that I wrote and then the music paired with it moved somebody who had been through the same thing. Yeah. And I actually got to talk to that person about it. And I think that that is, that's just something I'll never forget. And that's how I feel about emoting. Cause there, there are things that you sing, like when I play shows and I'm singing, you know, like the covers, like the upbeat stuff and whatever, you know, it's kind of, it gets, monotonous at times because i'm playing them so much and all that kind of stuff so when i get opportunities to play my own music i feel like people see a different side of me yeah. on stage absolutely and yeah and so that was just one of those times where i was like okay maybe maybe this is good <laughs> right <laughs> maybe i'm doing the right what i'm supposed to be it's making an maybe, impact maybe yeah. maybe i did okay here good i love that and i love i that's one of those things that I, I always love about uh, music culture where where people, whether you get shit on or you get loved, like there's always people that are getting impacted and really mm-hmm. feeling it. And I love that. I mean, and that's the goal as a songwriter. It ultimately is to move people that hear your music in whatever way you're hoping that it moves them, whether it be upbeat or sad or it, you know, whatever the mood may be, Absolutely. the goal as a songwriter is to portray that and elicit that from who's listening to your music. Yeah. So do you consider yourself more a songwriter or an artist? I would say I'm an artist for sure, because oh. I was a singer before I was a songwriter. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Nice. Oh, Dude. that was a very quick, simple answer. Yeah, <laughs> normally, yeah. that, that, that question, if we ever ask it, normally gets a lot more of that. So I love that. <laughs> oh, She's really? like, got it, done. A minute. <laughs> no, I love that. Um, have oh you done gosh. any? I remember God, you said during so... NCAA. Oh, sorry, random questions. But <laughs> during the NCAA, you couldn't do the the songwriter like competitions and stuff. Have you done that since then? Um, yeah, I did The Voice a few years ago. It's like a lot of years ago now, I guess. Uh huh. Um, oh, cool. That was that was an interesting interesting experience yeah oh god i mean What's can you that? talk about it <laughs> uh yes and no oh i'm actually not sure what i'm allowed to say or not but um well i got another question we can move to if you feel don't feel comfortable there was it. there was a large packet of documents mm, that yeah, i yeah. had to <laughs> So signs, so you're kind of like so, ah, yeah yeah my 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 <laughs> wife is a singer and she's done a lot of those things and i know that like they do like a psyche evaluation and stuff do they and do like, yeah it's really damn. aggressive yeah it's pretty crazy damn actually yeah. ryan you remember ryan who did that uh cover he's like an amazing singer long hair he did that um simple man cover with me oh yeah um 
he was telling me about that and like you literally sit down with a psychiatrist or whatever and they like ask you questions and it's weird yeah because they don't want you to like go off the rails on live tv yeah wild <laughs> i did not know that that's wild mm-hmm. you have to like basically promise them like i'll be normal life <laughs> yeah yeah Jesus. you know at what point i was gonna do the so they had the what is that show? The songwriter one? Oh, uh, uh, Songland. Songland. Yeah. Songland. I was like, oh, maybe I should look into that. And I started reading the contract and I was like, God damn. Like, he like sign away everything yeah. to do You that. sign everything. Oh, yeah, you can't, you can't release your own music for like a mo- the most common thing is for at least a year. Yeah. And yeah. You know what? This is totally wild. okay to say. I think it's good to make people, it's in the contract anyway. I worry about people who don't read that stuff, which yeah. is wild to me. I I had a friend I got a tattoo with, and and they they gave me a document to sign, and I read through it, and they're like, "Oh, you reading it?" And I was like, "Yeah." I yeah, apart you from gotta read it. apart from any any document that iTunes gives me or whatever the hell, do you know any of those? Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's too long. I'm fine. It's I'm I'm getting yeah. music. If yeah. I'm I'm freaking signing something personally, I need to read it. If it's I'm on like paper. that too now, especially because I've been, you know, I've been in situations over the course of my career where I've been taken advantage of by bad management, I'm sure, and, you yeah. know, all that kind of stuff. And so now, I mean, at, at some point, it's my fault for you know not educating myself on like contracts and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> You know, but I mean, it wasn't my fault, obviously, but like um, now, you know, I educated myself and now I can look through contracts and know what I'm signing and know what I'm not signing and, you know, the stuff like that and actually know what to look for. Yeah. And so I guess, again, it's another like blessing in disguise, you know, getting screwed over right. at least yeah. now it won't happen. Again. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. It's hindsight 2020, but you also learn from your yeah. mistakes, everything. But yeah, it is funny. Uh, Especially in the music industry, there's always people who like. Oh, there's always people. I feel like it's always a it's always a red flag when they start. I I learned this early on. Someone told me like if they start name dropping a ton, it's probably not yeah a good yeah word. interesting. If someone starts name dropping like weirdly a lot, <laughs> you're like okay, <laughs> you may be like trying yeah. too hard. Something's a little off. Um, yeah. Well, I have uh, well, I have a few more questions I'd love to get to. Um, no, and I, I want to. I'm sorry, we've run out of time. Fuck off, Brian. Uh, anyway, we're gonna cut uh, to our so, sponsors. <laughs> and welcome. I don't know what what are we what are we me undies me undies no that's every no, podcast we, me undies does not get unless they give us money. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to chase you with, I want me undies. I have a lot of me undies. Do you, Do you actually have me undies? Dude, I have like I have like ten or twenty. Don't say that on here. Yeah, without us it. getting paid for it. I, you, you asked me. Okay. Right. <laughs> anyway, we're moving on. Uh, we're moving on. I'd love to get back a little more to the music, and I also want to get into something kind of a little different and a little interesting here in a minute. But uh, I'd love to ask about. We're good. You're lucky. Um, shut up. Uh, about your album title for uh, for Love Hangover. First off, one of my favorite like names of an album I've ever heard, and I'm being very sincere about that. Oh immediately, gosh, immediately, I was like, "That's a great name you know, for an you album." You know, actually, so when I asked uh, songwriter artist, so I'm cutting Johnny. 
it I was legit like I could have I could have said you more songwritery because some of these song titles and your hooks and stuff are really songwritery and I really love that about your songs. Oh, thank it's, you. Yeah, it's they, not they just generic like yeah. like uh, love me like you mean it. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to call mm. out anybody. D- but, don't call out. I know, but no, but I know what you mean. You know I what know I mean? What you mean? It's like it's yeah. it's just like cool play on words and stuff. And and that yeah. that's what I think is is good. I like that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So uh, I, so love hangover. Give me a little bit of the the background before uh, on that mm-hmm. and like like uh, for apart from the song, but also like I've heard the song, but I'm I mean just like why is that the main focus on this album? So yeah, so Love Hangover was my first my first album, and it was more or less about a roller coaster of like a seven year relationship right. I was in, and so the album kind of it, the song and the track title kind of is the roller coaster that yeah. you know it was on. I mean, it's not I, it wasn't supposed to be punny to have you know done be last. So, um, <laughs> so I just, it's sort of a culmination <laughs> of that little like chapter of my life. And I think Love Hangover was my way of putting a period on that yeah. and moving forward. And nice. I felt like I was exhausted when I was trying to think of titles. I was like, I felt like I was exhausted. Like, you know, everything I'd gone through in those years with love and relationship and everything it was exhausting i was like yeah. i feel like I'm, I'm hungover and then i was like wow that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's it like, oh my god and then um my second album ricochet heart i titled it that because another it kind good, of to me was Great my bounce title. back yeah <laughs> it kind of to me was my bounce back you yeah. know yeah. and ricochet means you know Come if back, you don't so. mind me asking, and I'm going to be very frank with this, uh, on Spotify, like it puts your other one, like uh, like that, it doesn't put the dates on it, but it puts exactly your your other one on top of it. Is did you release something new with that with your your with Love Hangover? Because I assume that was your newest one. No, so some the single something like that is my newest single that I know that I knew, but I meant more the yeah. album. See, because I know yeah, so, so, something like that's your newest one, which is also awesome um yeah that'll put it forward but i was talking about your your albums because ricochet yeah, hearts i don't know why spotify does oh, okay. that so, i've so, had many people tell me that i don't know why okay well i'm glad you didn't you corrected that so so your your first album was uh or yeah was was uh love hangover and then you had ricochet mm-hmm. heart okay beautiful i yeah. love i i love the correction just want to make sure oh no you're fine I, yeah i was like when i was doing ricochet heart i'm like the, when it's doing the album, I'm like, it needs to be something that's like a good follow up of like, you know, I'm back. A, Rick, a, a follow up and back. That's right. Yeah. Like, a, like a boomerang. No big deal, but like a ricochet. Exactly. Do you know exactly. what ricochet means, Brian? Yeah, I know what a ricochet is. Do you know what a ricochet is? I was thinking of a, I was going to say something <laughs> jokey about Rick and Marty, but it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I was going to. Oh, no. What happened? No, I lost. I lost my question. Hold on. You lost your question. Do you need me to jump in? Yeah. 
Yeah, do it. Do you need me to jump in? Okay, beautiful. I want to jump in on my next question because I am curious about this. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to ask. Never mind then. Yeah. There he is. There it is. I got it. Um, so, I don't know if this is too dark, or not dark of a question. Dark? Too, um, whatever. We'll figure it out. I'll just ask it. So, <laughs> I know, so I, I, dated, I, I dated a girl that was kind of like this. You dated a girl? One time. Okay, great. And I, and Miranda Lambert is like a great example of this where like, she's like looking for inspiration. So she's constantly <laughs> like, like doing things in her life to add to her. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I, yeah. I see where you're going with this, but I want to see how it lands. So, so do you think you kind of do that? Do you think you were like constantly look like, Maybe even subconsciously? I think it's definitely subconscious, but I would say that the relationships I've had over the years, if I would have, they could have been better. (laughs) They could have been better. (laughs) How? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm not going to that. They could have been better. They could have been better. And do I... Am I like you know self sabotaging and self torturing over the years? Possibly. Hmm. Is, is, does it help me write songs? Yeah. So like, is that a trade off? <laughs> well, even Taylor Swift <laughs> admitted that she probably does that too. Yeah, I mean, I'm no, sure it's a thing, right? I feel like that's. The I thing mean, no one dates ever- John Mayer knowing that it's going to end well. I'm sorry. Everybody j- dates John Mayer because apparently he's amazing in bed. That's that's a <laughs> is very, that the thing? that's a very common uh, uh, thing I've heard. Okay. So that's what I think is going to go on there. But <laughs> yeah, like going back is, to that. Is that. No, it's it, it, it's not about being like, do you do this? But but like, it's more of a musician thing where where. And I'd love to get your input. Like, is this a common thing where people might try to? Not self-sabotage, but might almost enjoy the issues because they mm. almost are use it as a fuel to the fire. Oh, I think that's definitely. I think that definitely happens. I think that's definitely a thing, yeah, for sure. Nobody loves it, but uh, but no. there's certain people that are like, yes, thrive on some, it. Yeah, some people thrive on like the uncertainty or <laughs> the playing with fire. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, I am a Capricorn. I am not one of those people. Um, <laughs> I love it. I uh, I am a planner, and uh, I enjoy routine. Mm. Yeah. So I actually have a really good question that kind of leads into the same thing. So we have a lot of people. On well, in- we've run out of time. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> so we have a, a this conversation a lot too, and and, and I, the reason why I'm bringing it up is specifically because of your past experience where you were. Um, you were doing uh, choir, you were doing uh, you, you were doing hockey, you were doing school, you were doing this, that, and then restart. And um, and and we have people constantly on, and I'm talking friends, family even, who are doing music that are like having to go through the same rigmarole. Uh, how do you feel, like, like uh, not mentally, but, but how do you feel about the pressure that you feel now that you do it full time do you feel like it's almost a relief compared to what it used to be 
or do you feel a little more pressure now of like I must be working or can you relax and things of that sort because that is something that people can't ex- exactly experience lately until now you know yeah it's a it's no it's definitely a mental thing I think and I've thought about this a lot especially over the last you know year or so because you know our our industry completely sh- died for right. you know oh like a year God, and a half. A year and a half, Jesus. And, <laughs> and so you know, before that, I was touring. I was on the road all the time, you know. And awesome. And then and then you know, quarantine hit, and I call my. I remember calling my mom. I'm like, Mom, this is the longest I've ever been home consecutively. Like, I don't know what to do with my That's hands. Weird. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like on Facebook. My mom, like, you know, and <laughs> so shaking. Like, they don't stop shaking. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and I, I feel like mentally it's tough, but this industry is mentally hard in general. And I have thought about it over the years. And honestly, I think my athletic mentality helps awesome. because, you know, like being an athlete at such a high level and being, you know, so competitive my entire life and being a goalie for sure there's just a certain mentality you have to have to not a you know lose your mind and you know be learn how to lose but also learn how to win and kind of keep that even keeled mentality and be tough mentally and i feel like sports is one thing that i mean one of the only things i think that gives you that like ability to be mentally tough and like this industry is such a roller coaster and it's very hard to stay even keeled when one day you're here and one day you're here and it could be you know literally consecutive days you're up and you're down and so to be able to maintain like mental stability through that i'm so grateful for my you know athletic past that gave me that because i don't i honestly don't know how i would like how i would do this otherwise That's a great point I never it's, thought of that. it's so interesting because when you do so so like me and brian have both been people that we work out consistently and and that it's a real thing where your mental fortitude is a, an important part of your emotional fortitude like they go hand oh, yeah. in hand yeah and and it's like it's not that your 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 mental fortitude needs to be like I don't feel like I want to do it today, but I don't give a shit. I'm doing it, and it's just as important. It's like uh, we talk about songwriting a lot, where songwriting is a muscle. At the end of the day, you have to work it out, and and mm-hmm. you, same as your throat when you are doing singing, um, and muscle memory when yeah. you're doing any instrument. It doesn't matter. You got to work it out, and you have to have the mental fortitude, and that's something that. You learn from your childhood, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I think so. I think also, you know, being a goalie, like, yeah, I'm part of a team, but really I'm by myself. Oh, my God, yes. So, you know, and, you know, something happens, it's always goalie's fault, no matter what happens. But, um, you know, I feel like it's very similar being an independent artist now. You know, I have this whole team around me. I have a band. I have all these things, but you know, it's my name on there. And if something goes wrong, it's on me. Yeah. Something goes right. It's on me. And so I feel like, 
maybe I thrive on the pressure. And I just <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But you're used to that pressure at that point. Yeah, though. like it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't make face me you. like lose my mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. There's a weird correlation here that I'm like, yep, I'm into it. I like yeah. it. It's wild. Wild, do, wild. Do you think you were like that and that's what drew you to being a goalie and then to being an artist? Yeah. Oh, I wanted, yeah. I was actually thinking the opposite. Like, were you not like that? And did and then you being get, a goalie did, make Were you, you kind way. of made that way or did you make yourself that way? Um, I think that I was always like that. I don't know. I've always been unfortunately i'm very bad at like delegating and that is an unfortunate um, thing i will put that out and, there <laughs> and me allowing too. other people you can ask my family and my friends like anyone that knows me very well i am so bad at letting other people do things yeah like i yeah. just would prefer to do everything myself and if it give you know throws me in a full-blown panic attack then it does but I just like do it, you know what I mean? I, I just, yeah. you do I don't it. know why, just like torture myself or something, but I have always been that way. And I think being a goalie and being now an independent artist, I feel like I have this weird sense of control. Like yeah. playing goalie, I'm in charge of only myself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like I'm in my little, you know, in my little box doing what I need to do and what everyone else says is really not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and then, but then becomes my problem. <laughs> yeah. But then when you met, but, but the issue is when you mess up, it's solely your problem. Exactly. Yeah, man, I know how that goes. I really, I really <laughs> relate to that too. Actually, I was a goalie in soccer and then I always wanted to be a goalie in hockey. I was a big fan of hockey, but, I know people are people, which people always think we're nuts, and I'm like, I feel not feel like I'm pretty normal. I don't relate <laughs> to any of this. I am amazing in everything I do, and uh, <laughs> no, god damn, except for interviewing. So great. No, it, it's 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 funny. I I just yeah, and and I also like I like being by myself a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I would just sit back in the net and sing songs to myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in that case, that leads into my next question. One of my favorite questions to ask. This is one I will admit I ask a lot of people, but it's my favorite. And it truly, uh, because there's no one true answer and there's never anybody that has the same answer because everybody has their own catalog. I'd love for you to mm -hmm. tell me out of all your, your, your songs, your catalog that you have, Tell me what song do you really connect with the most? And I love for people to be able to, for you to say what song is your song that you feel like, not necessarily that it's the, the right song or anything. Obviously, everybody connects to their own song. And that's the beauty of songwriting and artistry is everybody listens to the song and they're like, I connect to this song because of my own life issues and my own, what I experienced. Yeah. What song is the song that you're like, this is a song when I sing it, it's almost even difficult to sing because I just connect it so well. What is, which one is it? Oh my God. <laughs> Not necessarily that it's hard to sing, but just like, what, which one do you feel like, like, like represents you really well? You know, I think honestly, I think something like that because Oh, your main, your, your newest single. Yeah. Because to me it's 
kind of like the culmination of who I am as an artist and a person currently. Yeah. And all of my other music is obviously also me and a part of me and who I am, but that's, it's who I was at that, those points in my life. And I feel like something like that is sort of like that culmination of I'm finally where I think I am supposed to be or should be and at the point where I feel like I'm my songwriting and my artistry and my music and just like my whole like me is completely on brand and me like I my music that I'm writing and I'm putting out now is so authentically me and I feel like it's taken me such a long time to get to that point right Absolutely. So That's I think awesome. something, something like that. And this whole EP, I'm just like so excited for everyone here. I, just, I got the, the final mixes back today and I was like losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What do you record? Where? Yeah, yeah where? Yeah, you're in Nashville. Everywhere. So... Everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. This... No, no, like exact place. But yeah, no, this, this EP though, um, we did... So my, my best friend, Will Gittins, <laughs> and I, we wrote the whole EP together, okay. um, the two of us, and his brother, Sterling, uh, produced the whole thing. Um, they're like the dynamic duo, they're like two of the most talented people I've ever seen, met in my entire I life. I love that. So lucky. And so like during us. quarantine last year, <laughs> the three of us did my whole EP. That's all. Absolutely. At, in, at their home studio in Atlanta before we all moved <laughs> yeah sorry I was right yeah that's down. nice that's awesome that's awesome god damn that's so good. yeah so they're in la now and i'm in nashville so well the issue yeah. that well not the issue but the thing that's nice is that you can be anywhere you have technology to be able to do literally anything literally anything and from anywhere so i think so i think the pandemic really made that more clear too mm-hmm. like, oh absolutely I mean, I'm so, it's absolutely was terrible and sucked that like touring came to a stop because that's just what I had was so used to. And, but I, I'm so glad that that happened kind of not the pandemic, obviously, but like having to sit back and kind of switch my focus to something else other than touring, because it made me realize I hadn't released new music in like three years. Oh, and I, yeah and i was like i want to do a whole project and i like called well and i'm like oh project and he's like okay let's do it i'm like okay see i have a feeling this is one of those weird things um where the pandemic every every musician's like well this sucks because everything closed down it's like oh great well i can't make my living but it made them return to the roots of being like oh you have to freaking release music you have to yeah. write. write i mean and unless if yeah, you yeah. unless if you are a a touring musician if you're a musician <laughs> that just plays no, sorry yeah. that was the worst thing that could have ever happened to you yeah but for a songwriter artist people that are releasing music yeah i think it might have almost been healthy for them to take a a quick step back to be like okay agree to you like completely you're the agree. best example I mean, I of just, it i mean i was just so comfortable like on the road just playing shows you know working all the things and then i'm like my gosh i haven't released music in three years and i'm like 
this is a problem. <laughs> yeah, right? That's wild. I'm like, let's change this immediately. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, that, that honestly is a huge thing, but... Uh, well, my friend, I think I have one last question. And I think we're going to end with this. I have our fun question. Well, end. I have a fun question that I think we should no, start I have a fun it. question that I we should start. start. I have a fun question. Let's do two fun questions. Fine! Alana, you pick whose fun question you want to hear first. <laughs> mm, okay, you got Brian have, and Johnny. Um, I have a number one or two behind my back. Um, one! Ah, ah. Fine, no, I'm curious what your fun question is, though. Well, I want to start doing this to everybody. Okay. Because everybody tours most of the time. Okay. What is your most, and especially Alana, who has had, who just said the statement, I toured for like three years, have not released anything. <laughs> what is the most interesting and fun tour experience that you've had yeah we're gonna do wild we're gonna do two we're doing two we're We're doing two two. don't worry what is the most wild thing you've experienced on a tour i like it thank you there's a lot of weird stuff oh oh without um, a doubt there's there has to be so many do you have a bus or like a van or uh uh suburban and trailer yeah nice yeah so um no, a lot of weird stuff. Oh, man. But I will say... <laughs> you're, you're the, the one that comes to your mind at first. You have guys so, guys in your band? Is your band, like, dudes? Um, or are uh, all female? Piece. What? It's a four-piece? Guys. They're all guys. They're all guys. Okay. They're the worst, right? <laughs> you have the worst. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> one time, we were... I literally don't even remember what city it was because I had never heard of it before in my entire life. And... <laughs> we, <laughs> We were driving through and we were supposed to play because, you know, we do like a route. So, you know, play Thursday, Friday, Saturday and then drive and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a couple, few weeks at a time or whatever. And so we we're supposed to play at this place and like pictures look great. All this stuff. My manager at the time should have known. Anyways, my manager <laughs> at the time sent it to me. They're like, so we're playing, blah, blah, blah. And uh, we get there, we pull up, and everyone's like, mm, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this feels weird. I don't. So we pull around to the back, we're supposed to like load in, and the, the band, my band's like, Alana, uh, stay in the car. We're going to go inside and oh, God. check this out. No way. They're like, do Uh-oh. not get out of the car. <laughs> Uh, that's not a good sign. No, 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 no. If you have to tell, hey, stay in the car. I'm sorry. We'll be back. Stay in the car. We'll be right back. It means, yeah. oh, some shit's going down. Yeah, stay in the car. We're gonna go, you know, go inside and do a lap. You know, see if it's looks. See if it's just as oh, ridiculous. So on excited. The, Is on the inside. Oh, so, I'm expecting. Oh, let's hear. Yeah, so they come back out, they get in the car, and literally just before any of them speak, they just get in, and we just drive away. And I'm like, guys. (laughs) Whoa. Guys. And they're like. She's shaking her head. What's that? Oh, yeah, thank you. (laughs) This is a podcast at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, so where are we going? They're like, "We're we're not playing there. You're not going in there um we're we're leaving call whoever you need to call 
we're not going in there. <laughs> You're not going in there. Why? I guess they went in and it, there was, it was an establishment, um, it was an entertainment establishment, but like not was our it kind a of strip entertainment. Club? Yeah. And okay. <laughs> <it was. laughs> I, okay, to be frank, that's better than what I was going for. I was like, oh, no. oh shit, are oh, we no, like, is this better. a rally or some shit like this? What are we doing here? <laughs> oh no, it gets better. It was a strip club, but it was like an underground strip club. Okay. Um. So the inside looked absolutely nothing like the photos that they had sent of the venue. Like it was like a completely different right. venue. Typical. And Classic. yeah, and food or menu it was like an underground strip club they said there was things living in there that should not have been living (laughs) (laughs) fun and that like they all wanted to just burn everything they had on and their shoes and everything they were like my god they're like we can't even sit in here like we gotta change like yeah and so i to this day i have no clue never went in i don't know that's fun. Oh, Only the band God, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> I'm glad I asked that question. My end of the my end. So because it's music and brews, I always like to ask for a good drinking story. Oh, that's a good mm. one. That's a, I always forget. Well, I did go to the number one party school in America. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Michigan State, bro. Michigan? Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, I was going to say. I thought you said Michigan State. About? Uh, my, my brother went to Michigan. My, oh, your brother hey, did. You know, my, did you meet my cousin Crystal? I don't probably. I don't think oh, so. Okay. You did probably when? at my wedding. Oh, I was dude at your wedding. Remember, remember I was. When you were the best man at his wedding. Come on, Johnny. He, he made me. He apart from that, we got very drunk a lot. Like we drank a lot. We. I. He also forced me to do. Uh, I got iced at his wedding. At his wedding. Nice. I love that. And I got very drunk to the point where my girlfriend has pictures of me and in one of the groomsmen taking our shirts off, and I don't remember this oh, at all. Oh yeah. I, I don't remember, remember this at all. But we're. All... If that doesn't happen at a wedding, was it really we're... a successful wedding? Right. Well, to to be fair, I don't know, but this was a successful wedding then because we were on the dance floor with a shirt off, just dancing on the dance floor, and I don't remember a single thing of it. Do you do you remember I mean, being... <laughs> We had some crazy yeah. yeah. His wedding was wild. Yeah. It was exactly no, what so... it should be. Exactly. Anyway. So yeah, no, I I went to Wisconsin, so we basically like invented drinking and then I'm also yeah. Irish. So, oh, geez, double. Yeah. Um, Tracy Basty. I would say, I mean, yeah, there's definitely some Badger game days that I do not. Yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's get the ones that, that you do remember. But no, actually, my favorite drinking story from college actually involves my parents, which is even better. Hey. Um, oh, my God. Fun. Yes. I love these stories. <laughs> these are always my favorite. So. Yeah, so my parents are just as lit as any of my friends. Like, nice. they're so fun. And so they used to come and for the games because it's close. And But we had uh, the weekend off, and we had we were getting introduced on the field for the football game for winning a national championship the year before. And it, so all the parents came, and it was, like, this big thing. And so we at the frat houses across from the stadium – 
and you know they they get they get crazy so this is madison right yeah madison yeah awesome side note my cousins all went there awesome school it's awesome town i want to party there we need to go there to party state street is nuts yeah but um so i go inside to go to the bathroom and i come outside and everyone's like oh my gosh lana come over to this like the next neighbor's house blah blah blah. they're like oh my god and everyone has their cameras on i'm like what is going on and i like go over and i look my parents are doing a double barreled two-story beer bong together (gasps) no they are not that is not a real thing that is not no this that's amazing no no this is not real yeah. Okay. And I was like, they're like, oh my god, are they your parents? Yeah. Were you were you, were you proud or embarrassed? <laughs> oh, so proud. So yeah. proud. There's no way you're not proud. If my parents, if I caught my parents doing that, I'd be like, oh my god, that's this my is the best parents. day of my life. They are my parents. <laughs> oh yeah. Everyone's like, what are your parents? I'm like. Bet your ass that's my parents. Yes! <laughs> oh, what a good story! But I'm like, where do you guys think I get it? <laughs> that's amazing. What a good story! Oh, that was a good one. God damn, that was a good one. Oh, that makes me happy. I think I win. You do win. That was a better story. <laughs> I like both <laughs> the stories. That was a good one. That's good. Um. That's <laughs> all right well thank you so much this was a blast yeah we're gonna start oh, wrapping up by the so way fun. um well hit us with well first off uh hit us with before we start wrapping up with your plugs and also like like what's coming up what are what is uh happening now i know that things are opening uh technically they yeah. are are you booking um, shows again or what yeah nice. yeah so hit us with where yeah. you're going, what's coming out in terms of your music, and what people should be looking out for and where to find you. Yeah, so my social media is Alana McCready Music across the board. Thanks to my publicists for making that simple for everybody. Nice. Every, everything Alana McCready. Alana McCready across the board. Alana is A-L-A-N-N-A-H, right? Yes. Alana McCready is MCC Ready. It is. It is an important thing to make clear. With the H at the end. Yeah. Probably. It is. Yeah. 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 And um, I have. I just got the mixes back, so I think we're doing. We're going to be doing a couple more single drops from the EP before Ooh. the end of the year. Yes. And then, and then um, the whole EP will be top of the year. Nice. I'm really okay. excited. Really excited. I'm so excited. But oh, yeah, my so. Instagram. Um, my Instagram and my Facebook and everything, I always post where I'm playing, when I'm playing. So if people just follow me on there. I'm, I post that stuff every day. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, check her out because Alana is, uh, like, obviously, from what you've heard, awesome. <laughs> and uh, if you have not heard her music, you should definitely go check it out because she is uh, incredible. So, And thank, thank you so you. much for being on because you truly are awesome. Yeah, this was fun. This was <laughs> a blast. This is always a blast. Like we said, we haven't done an interview in a while, and uh, this was the perfect interview to do. Yeah, to come oh, back for. Um, I know. I'll talk about anything. What, what did we good. start off the night with? Cardi B, I'm pretty sure. Cardi B, we, uh, yeah, like we, like I'm Talking looking at, right I'm looking here, and I'm like, all right, we're at 80 minutes, so we're about an hour and 20 minutes, but we're definitely cutting at least probably about 10 to 20 minutes. No, out there. I'm leaving all that wrap <laughs> in there. Uh, look at that, leave that wet ass pussy. 
I oh. mean, we talked about Cardi B. We took shots together. I mean, what else is there? Yeah, yeah. But it's that's that's how you become best friends, right? Exactly. Exactly. You Are go, you want to go do karate in the garage later? Oh yeah. <laughs> Love to do karate. Do we just do we become best friends? Do we just yeah. become best friends? Uh, um, are you in Nashville? Yeah. Are you playing in Nashville anytime soon? Um. Uh. Hopefully, yes. In the next couple of weeks here, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let us know. We'll we'll play you know, you know Instagram. What? And so we'll, I want I want to be told. Wait, are you guys in Nashville? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, we already is. You might want to. Okay, like, <laughs> anyways, all right. So all right, thank you so out. much. We loved to have oh, you. This was awesome. You were awesome. We will hang out soon, and yes. Johnny will challenge you to. I don't know. Be oh, I will throw. I will throw down. We'll just do shot to shots. Let's go. Okay, so Rumpelman's son. Rumpelman's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Johnny, it, but I'll do it. He accepts. I'll fucking do it. I'll play on your you home do a turf. I'll do a yeg bomb. <laughs> yeah, there so it is. We each have to do whatever the other one yeah, hates. Yeah, the yeah, one yeah, hates. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Oh, man. Well, well, thank you so much. This was fun. Awesome. Thanks, this. guys. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you, and uh, we'll start wrapping this up then. Um, yeah. Apart from this was fun. Thank you so much for being on. <laughs> Everybody look up Alana McCready on Spotify and on Instagram, as we have been saying. Um, and thank you so much for listening. And Alana, thank you for being on. And, you know, being awesome and also the worst, <laughs> but, you know, awesome too. You know, the usual. Yeah. I threw, I threw oh, my pen. Oh, hey, wait, we got to let her go. You got to go watch those Green Bay Packers. Oh, yes. Loose. Listen, I I am Loose? four points from winning my fantasy game this week, so Ooh. I need Devontae Adams to get at least four more points. There it is. Doubt it. And if you ever God had any damn, questions Johnny. about one of the guys, <laughs> I love Devontae. So I, I try to get him so hard in, in my other two leagues, and I'm like, oh. sorry, we're, yeah, we're talking so much of your time, oh, no, but we good. like talking to you. You're awesome. <laughs> Um, DM me and we'll figure it out. Right. DM's got it. Well, have a good night. Thank you so right. much. You too. Thank you so Thanks, much. Guys. Appreciate you. We'll You're see awesome. You. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Hell yeah, Johnny. Oh my god. What Wait a it. good goddamn minute. You know what? We had some crazy revelations. Dude, what a wild <laughs> thing we had revelation about. Uh, that was wild. About, Max Martin. About Max Martin. That yeah, was great. Yeah, that, that that blew my fucking mind. Yeah, that was fun. <sighs> And she was great and had, like, really good insight into, especially because somebody who is, um, I guess, I, I'm, and to put it in a way, I'm trying, like, it's one of those weird, th- trying to say things like this without trying to be, aff- without being offensive, but, like, saying things oh. like, like, she, no, 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 she clearly is very comfortable with the boys. She says, I'm one of the boys. She has done sports that are generally regarded as a boy's sport and things of that sort. She clearly has, is, like comfortable in that kind of area um and coming into a uh a role in which we were discussing with max martin in which girls are more often capable of 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 portraying the things that they're trying to portray which is such a fascinating thing for me yeah yeah it was cool it's wild no a lot of mccready she killed it yep that's so good great episode johnny Oh man, Johnny, why don't you do those uh, them 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 plugs? Yeah, them plugs, bro. 
So you guys know those things in your walls uh, that have little holes in them? There's like two long strips and then one little like hole. Well, that's a plug. And what you do is it's you know, not you, for the penis. You plug sing. Yeah, not not for the penis. Not for the penis. I mean, you could do it. You could do it, but it's not gonna feel great. No, it. Yeah, it don't, pro- don't don't do that. It's shockingly painful. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Give me a fist bump on that one. That's good. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it doesn't feel good. But you know what you should do is go to your online, go to the internet, go to your computer, and give us some five-star reviews, because we're giving some plugs in here, bitch. Uh, give us some five-star reviews on iTunes, and uh, follow us on, on Spotify, as well as Google Play. Those are all things that we're on. Give us all the stuff. Um, Instagram, Facebook, follow us and or friend us, whatever, all the things. And guys, just stop being assholes. We yeah. see the numbers. We see you listening. Fucking follow us, motherfuckers. Johnny, listen. You gotta be more uh, gentle with our fans. You gotta be like, look, we want to caress you with our love. Let <laughs> us caress you with our fingertips. <laughs> that is so much worse. <laughs> I think these people are almost like, ooh. Delete. Turned it, yeah, Delete. Turn it <laughs> Turned <right>. off. Look, <laughs> let us fist you with our voices. Okay, okay. Better, better. Fist you fist with our voices. With our, let us foot you in there with our voices. Is that better? Foot you? That, yeah, yeah. You put your That's foot, not a thing. You, you put your foot right in there. I'm sure there's no okay, way there is Okay, we not. don't need to talk about this. <laughs> I'm sure it's out there. Let's uh, avoid I have no idea, but I'm sure it's out there. <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> seriously, friends, follow us. Give us a star reviews. We're, we're gonna a star, five star, not a uh, star. A star. Give us five star reviews. Uh, our website is up. Check it out. Yeah. Blueprintmusic.co. And also follow our uh, 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 follow the link to our merch. Merch. And get some merch. Fuck yeah, we got some merch out, and it's real good actually. And we we brought this up in the episode, but live episode, so I really we w- are going that way. Want to do that, oh. Johnny? You tired oh. or what? Oh. Excuse me, I'm getting a little tired. You slipping? I'm clipping. Uh we have two plans for live episodes, not just a hey a live episode, but also for a nonprofit live episode that we want to do hopefully for the next summer. So it will be a while away, but the other one will be somewhat closer. So. Or spring. Or spring. spring, yeah, yeah. You know, our first live episode was January. So it was, and we killed it. It was great. It was fun. It was a great episode. You know, there's a place in Ashland City I was telling you about. Oh, you told me about that. That might be fun. That's not too far away from Nashville. It's only about 20, 25 minutes away, right? Yeah, it's not. Like yeah. north, yeah. Yeah. Well, my friends, Brian. Aren't I a friend? Uh, no, that's why I separated you from that. Anyway. Oh. <sighs> Bro, there's this place where I I have to go to study. And you know what sucks is that I can't drink there. You can't drink there? I can't drink there. You what? know what it's called? Is it a school? It is a school. Johnny, is there a place where you could drink? With us! With us! You, get to, you can't drink at school! But you can drink with us! <laughs> that was so sloppy. That was so sloppy. Cheers! We're sloppy ass bitches. Cheers. <laughs>